Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Better Self Show. The Better Self Show is a podcast where we talk and philosophize about different topics related with self-development, philosophy, neuroscience and life in general with the aim, with the intention to bring you life tips, ideas, insights and life experiences to help you to become a better version of yourself every day one step at a time. One thing that I must say is that I am no expert in any topic whatsoever and that whatever you listen to here, I encourage you to make up your own mind about it. And remember that you can see how you can support the show, how you can work with me, and all the episodes on my website, jorgeam.com, J-O-R-G-E-A-M.com, and also on Spotify, iTunes, and my Facebook page. So again, welcome to episode 12. It's been, it's been a journey. Uh... I'm really happy to get here. I'm really happy to be one more day with you. And I'm really happy to uh, bring you another crazy, interesting topic, I guess, or at least it is to me, which is the neuroscience of imagination or the power of imagination. Okay, so neuroscience is fairly new. And if you're looking for real data, real facts, you know, like gravity is 9.81 and whatever that is, you know, you're not going to find that here. Here is a space for free thinking, free philosophy, and just making up your own mind about it, right? So I'm going to tell you some things, and if you want to look for facts, if you want to say that I'm bullshitting or anything like that, you do whatever you want. What I'm trying to say here is that these things I have heard and I have learned, and they sound good to me. So I do believe in what I'm saying, okay? But you choose whether you want to believe it or not, okay? And then on the next episode, we're going to talk about science and philosophy, which I think is really important to understand this point. So first, neuroscience and imagination. So the the first thing you need to think about is that uh, in neuroscience, it's like the study of the brain. Okay, and brain, whether you well, whether you want to admit it or not, controls everything in your body. Uh, You can move your hands because your brain sends a signal to your muscles, to your nerves or whatever to move your hand you know and your heart is beating because your brain sends a signal to your heart to beat and everything okay so the brain controls everything in your body even the motions are in your brain okay so everything pretty much is in your brain whether you are conscious about it or whether you are not conscious about it because breathing for example we breathe 24 7 every day and most of the time i'm pretty sure it's hard to be conscious that you're breathing or that your heart is beating, okay? But all that is like running into the machine place or whatever, which is the brain, okay? From that point, in imagination, what's... uh, And I will tell you a little bit where I learned this, but first thing is that imagination can bring to your body different sensations just from thinking about something or being in a state of flow in your imagination and your brain is able to produce the same chemicals as if you were doing that action, okay? So this is the crazy part about it, that sometimes we think on things and your brain is generating all those neurotransmitters that we spoke about in episode 4, for example, serotonin, dopamine, endorphin, and all those, you know, and even different things within your body, okay? 
So that's the point of this episode, to analyze why that happened and all that. So first, when did I start getting this idea of the power of imagination and the neuroscience behind it? So it was in the neuroscience course that I did uh, a few years ago when I was doing my coaching certification and all this, okay? So in that course, this uh, uh, teacher, you know, this lady, uh, she was a doctor, you know, in a very important hospital in Seville, okay? And, and she uh, brought us some knowledge that I didn't know about, okay? And here's what I'm trying to tell you. I don't have the facts, you know? This is a story I remember she told us. I don't even know if I'm telling it right or not. But to me, it makes a lot of sense because I have done a little bit of research behind it over the years, okay? So here's the story. There is this guy who got uh, his leg amputated or cut, you know, because I don't know, whatever injury he had or whatever, right? And, and he had no leg, okay? And then he had to do rehabilitation. So in the hospital, they put different sensors, you know, in their muscles of the leg and on the brain to study uh, how could uh, that person do rehabilitation with just imagination, okay? So uh, a person would come to, to the room or whatever, a doctor, and would use uh, different tools to put that person in a state of imagination no, I don't even know if it's hypnosis or not, but instead of imagination, so telling him, for example, imagine that you are in the jungle, that you're like whatever, like taking a walk, and imagine that you suddenly see a lion and you start running from the lion and whatever, and or for example, imagine that you're running a marathon and that you are almost close to the finish line, whatever, right? Just putting that person in different sort of situations with his imagination so that he was imagining like running, for example, or swimming, but just uh, moving the leg, okay? So the, the point here is that uh, with the studies, uh, they uh, kind of, it's not that they proved, I cannot tell you that because I don't remember, but they realized that the brain was working and was sending the signals, the same signals to his leg as if he was actually running the fucking marathon, okay? So, the and even, they would say that it was even a little bit more efficient than, than normal rehabilitation and it could even, uh, at some points, send even stronger signals than in real life, than in daily life, okay? So yeah, that's, that's a little crazy to think about, you know, like how just with imagining something can our brain send the same thing signals to our body as if we were living a normal life experience, you know? And if you think about your life, you know, we're always, at least me, but I think that we're all always, you know, in some form of imagination sometimes, you know, like envisioning the future or just thinking about what's going to happen next or the past or whatever. And like all these things that we are thinking about, you know, in a way, they're also sending signals to our body. And at the end of the episode, uh, after telling you uh, some other things, you know, I will tell you a story of how, you know, because it's like, yeah, yeah the power of imagination and neuroscience and all this, but like, do you apply it to your life? And I said, okay, I will tell you a story on how this uh, imagination and neuroscience has really affected me. And I think you can also relate to this story, this personal story. But first, um, just think about when some people talk about hypnosis, right? And how it may work or it may not work. Or, you know, like in the end, uh, like I said in the beginning, like think whatever you want to think, you know? But I do feel that there's some techniques out there, like hypnosis, like meditation, 
and visualization, you know? Visualization is one of the most powerful things out there. And in, in like, I'm not gonna say every successful entrepreneur, but if you like entrepreneurship, you will probably hear some people doing visualizations on their daily routines, you know? Because uh, just with the visualization, just with the imagination, they're putting their body in different sort of states where their brain is giving their body signals, you know? And meditation, you know, in meditation, you're kind of like, uh, putting your mind in a blank state, you know, or like not thinking about things, but sometimes meditation can bring you to all sorts of places, you know, and that is really, really powerful, you know, just that, just if you have like connection and you have like consciousness and you have like, yeah, you have this skill, you know, of connecting with your brain and just putting yourself in different positions that can help you in your life so much because you're doing that whether you know or not and probably we're doing that and you're doing that in an in negative situations you know when there is something bad happening so for example covid or whatever like that's happening right now or when you think about politics or when you think about the economy or like things like that or something within your family or your relationship like it doesn't matter we put ourselves in situations of imagination every day you know and some situations are negative Okay, and like that is sending negative sort of signals to our body, you know, thinking about COVID, oh, what's gonna happen next? Oh, am I gonna lose the job? Oh, I don't have a job, oh, the economy, or I'm gonna lose the house, or whatever that is that is happening within you, that it may be negative, it's uh, actually sending, putting your body in that negative sort of state. And if you're doing it on the opposite way, on the positive way, just for example, doing visualization in the morning, it's like, okay, uh, in five years, I want to have a family, I want to have kids, whatever that is. Or in five years, for me at least, it's like, well, I want to live from the podcast, you know, I want to be able to do coaching sessions, I want to have an online academy, whatever that is, right? So, uh, yeah, thinking about it and putting yourself in that sort of state of imagination, especially if it's positive and if it's controlled, can bring you to so many different places just in your physical body so so yeah this is a little crazy idea but i definitely do recommend you all this and now uh let's talk a little bit about like since we did a visualization let's talk about the law of attraction and again like if you're interested about any of these topics that you hear today you i will put them in the notes or whatever but i might uh, speak about these episodes uh on other these episodes, these topics on other episodes, okay? So the law of attraction, if you have heard about it or if you have heard about the book uh, that is called The Secret, you know, that it was like a very best-selling book back in the day, whatever. There is a documentary on Netflix, I think, about The Secret. I saw it like many years ago. And here's what I wanna tell you. So the law of attraction and the secret or visualization is like these people that visualize every day, their dream coming true and whatever. And after some times, their dream comes true, okay? I'm not here to tell you believe in that shit or not. I personally, it's not that I believe, but for me, it doesn't really affect me. I believe that it can be true and I believe that it can be wrong. It all depends on how you do it and everything. But definitely putting yourself in that state of imagination, imagining, so for example, you want to have a fucking Ferrari or you want to have a house or a family, whatever that is, Putting that yourself every day in that self imagination and generating these things in your body is already really good. Whether you're gonna get the house, the Ferrari, or the family, I don't know about that. But just doing this imagination exercise is really, really nice. And the law of attraction and the secret talks all about this thing. 
and it has worked for so many people. So I would just pay attention to that and see if it resonates with you, if you want to try it or not. And yeah, one little point that uh, one friend of mine, a follower maybe that she listens to some episodes, uh, she might get a little mad here, but I want to see. So there is this guy, best-selling author, Paulo Coelho, and in philosophy, like philosophical, like philosophy pages and Facebook pages and me, they do a lot of memes with Coelho because he talks a lot about this sort of like law of attraction, not just him, but a lot of the gurus out there, you know, of like, oh, the universe is going to bring you so many good things. Just think about the positivity and all these things, you know, and, and it might seem a little funny uh, for some people. Some other people connect with this, but, but here in this episode, in this point, what I'm talking about, like even those thoughts that to some people, they are like vague thoughts and they don't really mean anything. They can be really good as long as you believe in them. And here we come to the next point, the placebo. One day I will do one episode or even two or three or four because I'm really passionate about this placebo and I'm really passionate about philosophizing about the placebo effect. But I'm not gonna tell you many, many facts or whatever, like whatever I have, I'm just gonna tell you like on the superficial level, the placebo, it's one for me, one of the craziest discoveries, you know? How with sugar pills, how just with your brain, you know, putting having your brain in a state of uh, trusting or imagination or anything like that can bring physical body sensations to your body. So if you ha haven't heard about the placebo, and again, I'll explain it in a different time, but on top of my mind, I just remember that uh, there were like different experimentations, uh, different with doctors, for example, you know, and so people had a sickness and then some uh, people uh, were giving sugar pills and some other people were giving medicine with different sort of experiments and all this but in the end it was proven that sometimes sugar pills can be as effective or even more than medicine and this is what I'm talking about with the placebo and, and the neuroscience and imagination is that hey sometimes just believing in something can actually bring this real body transformation to your body you know this real life thing, just with the power of your brain. You go to the doctor, you have a sickness, and then the doctor tells you, yeah, yeah, I understand your sickness, you're like coughing, whatever, this and that, don't worry about it, you're gonna get better, just take this pill uh, once, uh, um, two times a day, whatever, right? You're gonna get so much better, come see me next week, you will see, you know, and just giving you comfort and everything, and then uh, so many patients actually got better with sugar pills instead of like, because their body was trusting the doctor, you know? Their body was saying, yeah, these pills are fucking curing me, I already feel better taking one pill, whatever, you know? and and yeah, one day we'll talk about the placebo, but just bear that in mind, you know, the placebo is so powerful and so crazy and so awesome. So yeah, um, yeah, keep the placebo in mind and, and yeah, I'm realizing that, yeah, I'm, I really want to speak about these topics on a deeper level, but I feel that for the course of the podcast, you know, because uh, I like to talk and philosophize about neuroscience a lot, you know, I felt that it was important to set a little bit grounding episode, a little foundation episode, even though it may be a little superficial, just to refer back to this episode because uh, I may talk about this in almost all episodes uh, from now on, okay? So yeah. So one other thing about the power of imagination that I will also talk about in a different episode, it's logotherapy. This term, I'm, I'm hoping I said it right, logotherapy, um, comes from Viktor Frankl, 
and I read about it on his book, very famous book, uh, Men's Search for Meaning, or something like that. I, I'll put it down in the notes. So, so this guy, um, he was a psychotherapist, and then he was a Jew in, back in Nazi Germany, and he got, uh, yeah, he was captured, and he lived in, I think he was in Auschwitz, or however it's pronounced, the famous concentration camp in Nazi Germany, where a lot of like bad shit happened, of course. But yeah, he lives there, okay? And yeah, all his notes were taken out, but he was still like exploring. Uh, he was like still doing his research on secret, of course, on, on his like um, psycho, psych, psychiatrist or something. He was like, yeah, like studying the, the people, you know, studying the patients and everything. So I think he lived there for like two or three years on the fucking concentration camp, you know, like people died every day. It was pretty rough conditions, but something that he discovered there and again i'll explain this deeper in another episode but just bear this in mind is that um there were two sort of people who who he discovered these two sort of states you know when he would observe that some people would come new to the concentration camp it would come you know like healthy like uh, with their bellies full like in a good shape and everything okay and there were these other people who had already been there for many, many times, you know, that were like skinny, like fucking sick, like really, really bad conditions, you know. And some of the people who came new, within a few days, they would die. And some of the people who've been there for a longer time, they would still be alive. And for him, it was like, damn, you know, like, why this shit's happening? Like, what's going on in here, you know? Why these healthy people die sooner than some other people that are in a really, really bad shape? And in the end, you know, like, spoiler alert or whatever, like, he survived. That's why he wrote the book, I think. I hope I'm right. But I don't know, whatever. And, and yeah, and some of, of those, like, sick people even survived everything. And he survived as well. So, so what he discovered is that uh, the people who survived ten, had the tendency to have this hope. Hope to be alive. Hope to get out of there. And again, spoiler alert, if you haven't read the book, just close your ears, because I'm going to tell you a thing about the book. Um, the fact, uh, w one of the things that helped him survive was that he was thinking about his wife and, and his children, and just like getting out of there and going to see the wife and everything. And even imagining that when he was like getting beatings or whatever, and he wasn't feeling. But, but the point here is that, so these people who had the hope of getting out there, and these people who had no fucking hope that died sooner, their bodies, you know, even on really bad physical conditions, just from imagination, they had the capacity to, with this positive thinking, to survive on, re on a really bad condition place, you know, suffering, getting beat up, like not eating, not sleeping, like with all the worst thing that you could imagine, you know. And these other people with like negative thoughts, it's like, oh my God, I'm not gonna survive, I'm not gonna survive, everything is bad, everything is hurting, whatever, they died sooner. So the point here is that imagination, again, like I've said 20 times already in this episode, it's really, really, really powerful. And it can bring you really great body sensations that you can apply into your life. So for now, just think about it, okay? Just think about it. If this resonates with you, try to, you know, try to, be conscious of what you're thinking every day. Try, try to say, uh, am I being 
on a negative thought, you know, rant or whatever? Am I thinking negative about these things? Or do I want to think positive? You know, you can control this shit. I'm not saying, like, I, I gotta be honest, you know, I'm not here the fucking best example in the world. I still have, like, a lot of, like, negative thoughts and shit. But at least from many years, I, I try to pay attention to that, okay? And I try to have many as many positive thoughts as I can. And for example, you know, with the imagination. One thing that I that I have done and, then, and that has been done to me in coaching sessions, and one thing that I really like to do and I feel that everyone should do it, is to put a person in a state of imagination. So for example, you come to me in a session and you say, well, I have this goal, I don't know, let's put an imaginary goal, like I wanna be a pilot or whatever that is, right? Or let's say, I wanna have a, a podcast, I wanna have an online business, right? And then you define the goal and everything, but we may do different exercises to put you in that state, you know, to be like, so imagine that you're already doing the podcast, what do you feel, what do you see, what do you smell, like all these things in imagination, just to get different anchors that I will talk about an episode about anchors, but anyways, like, like imagining different things, you know, and putting yourself in imagination, it's bringing you all these different feelings and emotions and things, you know, and it's really, really powerful. And for example, like uh, things I have done in the past, like maybe a person was feeling nervous in a session about something that was going on in their lives or something and and just putting that person for example imagine that you are in a very relaxed place like or imagine that you are in the beach if you like the beach or the mountain and you are hearing like the trees you know the sound of the wind the birds singing the water in a river flowing and all this you know or imagine that you are in the ocean and going under the water on the beach you know just like so, so in this sort of imagination, uh, with the story about the amputation, like I, you know, I cannot guarantee you, but I, I'm, I'm telling you, I have lived that, and I think that anyone can live it. It's pretty easy. Uh, you can get to feel as if you were under the water, for example, or as if you were on the forest, and your body starts changing you know so you might have been like really really nervous or or agitated or anxious or something and you start imagining that very relaxing state on you and then your your heart rate starts going down and everything and and i'm telling you this is amazing so yeah i mean if you wanna try it with me at one point uh, go for it you know we can do an imagination session or whatever and, and it's awesome or with anyone just try it it's amazing and now i'm gonna tell you a story of like how, and this again will be a different episode going deeper but on a superficial, of how I apply this into my life in a certain aspect, okay? So if you don't know already, I, for now I am vegetarian, okay? I don't eat uh, dead animals, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I laugh because uh, I wanna do an episode on moral supremacism and about being vegetarian or like climate change and all this so I think it's a funny topic but anyways okay I, I I'm vegetarian I don't eat meat or fish or whatever and I wasn't always vegetarian I slowly and became that you know and and the point that I'm trying to make here is that when I was doing it you know it was like slowly 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 it got to a point where I started to think you know like so the last year that I wasn't vegetarian, I think I ate meat uh, two times in a year, you know? And I remember one of the last times I ate meat, you know? I was like, with the meat, chewing the meat and everything, I'm like, fuck, dude, 
I'm eating a dead animal, dude. Like, uh, uh, I can feel the nerves. I can feel the muscles, you know. I was like, yeah, the taste is awesome. But like, dude, I'm eating a dead animal, you know. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. And little by little, you know, with other foods, you know, like chicken or whatever. I never liked fish. But anyways, uh, yeah, um, I just had this thing, you know. And like, I was imagining like eating a dead animal. And it was like so repulsive to me. And also because I did other studies before I became vegetarian on like these benefits and whatever. But again, I'm not here to talk you out to be a vegetarian or anything. On another episode, if you want, I will explain you what was my journey and why I made that decision. But anyways, within my own body, with that imagination, first I started rejecting the animals. And second, I started to feel different body changes different a lot of things in my body you know like going to bathroom better sleeping better better energy like just so many benefits that I was starting to feel in my body also because I believed in some facts that I read you know in some books that I read in some theory that I read about how vegetarianism is good and how meat eating can not be so good for you Uh, but anyways like what I said in the beginning of the episode believe whatever the fuck you want and this is the point here this is what i'm trying to tell you here it's like look whatever you believe in your brain and your imagination is gonna make sure to generate the things that you need so that whatever you believe in feels good for you if you believe that vegetarianism is good for you your body is gonna adapt to it and it's gonna generate all the good things for you because of what i said of what we have said in this episode the power of imagination and the neuroscience behind it, okay? And if you think that vegetarianism is bad for you, you're probably gonna try it and it goes, it's gonna feel like shit, okay? So whatever you do in the physical world, if you don't back it up with thoughts, you're just never gonna get there, okay? So this is the point that I wanna bring you in this episode. Keep it in mind, you know, the power of imagination, the power of visualization, and to be conscious about what you think about, what you philosophize about, what you th- uh, vision and vision for the future, for your life, and all these things, okay? Because these things generate stuff within your own body. And I hope that I explained myself well. So if you got here, thank you so much, you know, I couldn't be any more grateful. Please give me a little hand, you know, it's a little crazy adventure that I'm living. I do really want to live with this, but I don't know if I can or not, so yeah any comment any like any appreciation any message even if you want to work with me even if you want to propose me anything you know I'm, I'm here to help whatever that is you know I, I even can help you do a website a podcast or if you if you need a little help with uh, some topics in your life to set a goal or whatever you have like please get in touch you know uh, any or even if you just want to give me feedback or anything I appreciate everything that you do okay any support that you do and remember that you can see like how to support me and all that and all the episodes on my website jorgeam.com j-o-r-g-e-a-m.com and also on Spotify, iTunes and on my Facebook page so again thank you, thank you, thank you so much I hope that you enjoyed the episode I feel really really nice that I shared this with you and and yeah thank you for being there and have a good day ciao